Welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. I hope the Giro has you keen to ride, despite the winter weather starting to take hold. Fortunately, the fun never stops on Zwift. It's super time efficient, safe and convenient. And it's just as social as your rides throughout the summer. The banter on the group rides, meetups and even in some of the races is a great way to connect with people from all over the globe. There's also loads of challenges to set yourself on the great courses, including riding up Alpe de Zwift, sprinting down the Champs-Élysées, even riding inside a volcano or exploring the Japan-inspired Makuri Island. Zwift is the app that makes indoor training fun. Visit Zwift.com for a free seven-day trial or just to find out more. Ride on and here's Christoph and Macca. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjourno. Welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling uh, Podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website. Or you can also log a ride with our friends at uh, Zwift. Joining me is Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? I'm pretty good. Uh, we've got a spring in our step, haven't we? Hello to you watching at home or wherever you are. Good overnight stage because the Aussie World Tour team, they delivered. They delivered as a team, but it was yeah. an individual performance that uh, got the job done. So we're all pretty happy, aren't we? We are. And then uh, Gracie is with us as well. And Gracie being part of this team for such a long time as well, I don't think you, I mean, you can't be more happy than this, can you? Buonasera, guys, and all the viewers. It's nice to be back once again. Yes, always happy to see a bike exchange win. You know, I've got a soft spot for that team. I was there for a very long time. But more than that, I'm really happy for Jerry. He put so much into the team. So, you know, a victory for the team is also a victory for him. He really cares about the team and he loves it when we do well. Win or lose, but particularly when we win. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, we, we, we'll have actually a chat with uh, with Jerry a little uh, later in this program. Uh, I think he's brought out the goods or he's t- telling about bringing out the goods. If you win, you'll tell us, Gracie, if it was the same for you as well uh, at the time when a win was around. Let's go back. Let's have a look at this and then we'll dis- we dissect the win by Simon Yates. Here comes Yates and the sprint is on. He was one second quicker than Dumoulin at the bottom of the climb. The individual time trial, some say it's a weakness for him. No, it's not. Not anymore. He's been good for the last couple of years. And this one, that's picked by Simon because he says he's quick enough and he is. 11.55 seconds quicker than Tom Dumoulin. Never would have picked it. Well, we, we identified this is a good uh, sort of time trial for Yates. Very stop-start with the climb at the finish. No composure across the finish line whatsoever. He was going all out, and he's backed it up with a brilliant time. Uh, I mean, today was, uh, whatever, a 12-minute effort. We still have, uh, yeah, some much more demanding stages in front of us. Um, but, of course, we all celebrate today. It's, uh, like you said, one of only two time trials I've ever won. And my first ever in a Grand Tour, so uh, yeah, we'll enjoy today. But I think we need to look at the bigger picture. Well done, Simon. Thank you. It was a 12 uh, riders outfit and a 12 uh, riders win. Uh, Gracie, talk to us about how this means, what this means for for the team, because uh, like Simon just said, uh, it's not often bike exchange necessarily wins a time trial and less often in front of someone like Mike Vanderpool as well. For sure, it's... You know, it's really difficult to win a time trial no matter who you are. It's really, it's special and I'm sure it's an amazing feeling, something that I didn't get the chance to feel like as similar to a mountaintop victory. It, don't, it takes a very special type of rider to win these kind of races. And, you know, you're sitting there, he was sitting there for 
quite a while wondering whether his time was going to be beaten. So it would have been such a great feeling in that moment. And it means a lot to the team. Bike Exchange have been, you know, a World Tour team for a very long time, but their wins are a bit few and far between. So it is a big deal. They would have celebrated that night. They would have all shared a glass of champagne and, you know, really tried to use it as momentum going forward. And he is their GC rider. So it's great for the confidence for him and for all of the riders there to support him. Yeah, definitely. Well, two things. Firstly, well done to you, Gracie, because if we show the replay of yesterday's show, you actually picked Yates to win. So well done, because I think just about... Every single other so-called expert picked Van, <laughs> Matthew van der Poel. Um, and it's the first warning shot. This He is just, it's very early days. We all know it. We're not, we're keeping a lid on it. But it is a little warning to his rivals, isn't it, Gracie? Because that, if his time trialling form is good, his climbing form is going to be good. For sure. Like, it's such a, a tough time trial distance, 9.2 kilometres it's really short, but it's not a sprint. You still have to pace it really well. Potentially the technical nature of it might have helped him with his smaller size, lower centre of gravity, and that short climb at the finish. Will that translate to better, you know, longer climbs later in this tour? We're mm-hmm. yet to see who else is going to come to the fore. You know, the physiology of cycling is really fascinating because you're met with so many different challenges and it can be a five-minute effort, 10-minute effort, a one-hour effort. So, you know, I think for sure it's a, a warning shot. But I think there's still a few more stars yet to emerge in this tour. Mm. Yeah, quick question actually here from uh, Stuart. That's a question for you and I guess for you as well, uh, Gracie. How much work goes into winning a Grand Tour time trial compared to any other time trial but i guess if you're mathieu van der poel not much he was saying <laughs> one, one day on the TT <laughs> one day on the TT bike for like a year but if you're someone like simon yates we know and then we'll talk about we have a good interview with him a bit later on in the show but how much work do you think they have done not just necessarily simon but the whole team including the bike the pedal the wheels the wind tunnel everything else it's a good question and you know what i think we should actually should let we will get to it later. And, and I think that will answer it the mm-hmm. best. But I think they're all, everyone is different. And Gracie, you know, you've, uh, we keep saying, but you are still recently retired. And, and so the science of the sport has obviously developed so much over the last 10 years and, and even beyond that. But some teams are doing a huge amount of work, some teams not so much. And I think for Yates, firstly, it was about, it was probably his Achilles heel five years ago, wasn't it, the TT? It's, it hasn't been his Achilles heel the last two years, but now he's gone from it being the negative in his Grand Tour prep to actually he's taken time on every single rider. So this is a massive win for him. Massive win. And I can't even list how many things go into a victory like that. Maybe Vanderpol should have spent a bit more time on his bike. There was only three seconds difference. Um, but in terms Thank of God he didn't. Prep- yeah, in terms of the preparation that Green Edge or Bike Exchange would have done, when I was in the team, we were doing saddle pressure mapping, uh, bike fits, wind tunnel testing, tweaking all of our equipment. There just was so much that went into the bike, the rider, nutrition, training. So you know. You could spend all day talking about what it would have gone into that time trial preparation. But, yeah, they would have thrown a lot at it, especially because he wants to be a GC rider. 
to work on a weakness like that was super important. So it takes years. It's not an overnight success. He's put work into this for many mm. years now, and so has the team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, there's a good comment here from uh, from Sharon that said, to be fair, on Mathieu van der Poel, he also had back problems. So maybe he didn't want to put too much pressure on his back. Yeah, we're just having fun. We're just having fun. Come on. You're giving him funny. excuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, anyway, the Aussie team can beat Mathieu van der Poel. I reckon we take it at the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? who's happy as well? Is Jerry Ryan. Uh, let's, let's have a listen to uh, Jerry Ryan. He's, he's the man behind this team. Let's listen to him. Jerry. How excited are you, mate? Oh, very exciting. Uh, you know, how Simon did it, uh, you know, it's not, we didn't expect to win, but uh, fantastic ride. And uh, young Matteo uh, in the white uh, jersey, fantastic. So it's been a great day. Now, you were up there at the finish uh, to, to take it all in. How special after being away for two and a half years? Oh, it, it, very special, you know. It, it's like the first win uh, that we have had uh, in the Giro and... Uh, uh, today's very special, and tonight will even be more because I'll get those two special uh, bottles of print, Mitchell, Mitchell and Print, open them up and uh, toast to uh, today's success. Fantastic. I won't be moving far away from you either, mate. Hey. Thank you very much, Jerry. Sensational, bud. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, our work experience kid is a bit of a... Is, is it a junket? Is oh, it a junket? Hey, hey, Gracie. You can't tell me you haven't woken up from a, a headache after one of those winery, winery rides at Mitchelton or, or, or a Jerry Ryan uh, special function, surely. Yes, Maka, you and I definitely share that experience, I think. I'm sure you've had a few uh, tastes of the Mitchelton wines. Uh, yes. Jerry, in that interview, was referring to one of the nicer ones. So he's, you know, flown over there with a, a special few bottles just in case. So that, I think that's pretty cool. They're definitely going to enjoy themselves tonight. But as you know, uh, John Trevorrow is definitely never too far away in those situations. <laughs> oh, he, he, will be, he will be all over it like a bad rash. Um you know what? You know what I thought when I listened to that interview. I wonder if he took it on his carry-on, or uh, did he yeah. actually? Did he? Did he actually send a crate? Did he put it exactly. on a normal commercial flight, or how, what? How much faith does he have on his team? Did he bring two <laughs> bottles or two crates? I don't know. Yeah, that's the we'll question. See. That's the next question. Maybe we'll get John to, to ask the question. <laughs> yeah. uh, he mentions, though, uh, we're all focusing right now on Simon Yates, and we will a bit further uh, uh, down to this program. We'll have a, a really good sit-down interview with uh, with Simon, uh, but. There's also the white jersey. Yes. And let's that, not forget. I've got to admit, that went missing from, yeah. from my... It was all about Yates. So Sobrero is in white. They've had a great day. They've had a fantastic day. Yeah, absolutely. Let's listen to uh, the older, uh, uh, the minute of the white jersey. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I work really hard for, uh, for this TT with the team. Uh, especially me and Simon, we work uh, really hard this winter on the wind tunnel preparing the TTT for this year. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy for my result, but uh, I'm also surprised for uh, Simon. Uh, he did an impressive ride for yourself. Uh, it's the entrance yeah. in the world of the big time trialist. Uh, yeah, uh, already last year at the end of the Giro, I did a a good time trial. Uh, of course, this year we they, there are two time trials that that suit better for me, for my characteristics. So. Yeah, so I'm really happy. Do you see yourself going far with the white jersey or do you have uh, other priorities? 
Uh, I don't know. We will see on Monte Etna. Uh, but I don't know. With the team, uh, the plan is to to stay with Simon and uh, to protect him. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not doing GC. We will see in the day by day. Complimenti. Thank you. So that was uh, Matteo Sobrero. Uh, Gracie, if we pedal back to uh, yesterday and uh, the interview we played with, uh, with Matt White, he actually mentioned Sobrero in that grab saying the first part of the team will go early and then go back to the hotel. Then Sobrero will go full speed to give information to Simon Yates. And the result is Sobrero is in the white today. That was a yeah a real team effort. They had you know Michael Hepburn, Lawson Craddock. They were the test testers in the morning, and they actually had quite good results. And they were one second apart from each other, so they would have you know been doing things quite similar similarly that day. They would have been going you know full gas, and they got quite good results themselves. And then to have that young Italian champion go and do such an amazing result, he was in fourth. Um, I think that's a really great more team morale for the, the whole group. So it's really nice that, that it's not just an individual event, even though it's an individual time trial. And I think they're coming at it from a team perspective. You don't see that very often, actually, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah no, you're spot on, Grace. Yeah, yeah, it's, again, I think we've got to keep a lid on it, but it's hard not to get excited about already day two. Yeah. And this Aussie team looks... And really, really tight. I'm going to give it a French flair on this because mm. I have to. Yeah. Uh, it gives me hope for someone like Bardet because if Simon Yates can transform itself from a climber to perform like this on a time trial, we've been saying Bardet, that's his Achilles heel. Maybe there's hope. There's that 1%. Jeez, <laughs> mate, you're, 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 you're drawing <laughs> a long bow. A, a long, <laughs> long bow, mate. I mean, you can't say on. I'm wrong. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Okay. This is what I've got to put up with, Gracie, in the studio every day. Yeah, the flag is... Oh, well, poor old Alaphilippe's, you know, <laughs> up in bed. He's, um, anyway. I know, I know. Okay, let's now hear from uh, the leader of the race. He's still in pick. is Mathieu Van der Poel. Do you take this performance as a victory? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would have signed for this uh, before. Um, yeah, I think I did a really good TT. And, of course, um, yeah, the difference between uh, winning and second is pretty close today, but... Uh, I bought myself an extra day in uh, the pink jersey, so uh, I think I can be really happy with it. Where did you feel at your best? Um, it was quite okay, actually. Um, yeah, I knew uh, I needed something left for the final climb. Um, yeah, of course, uh, if it's three seconds, you start to think about where you could make up some time. But I think overall, I can be pretty happy again with my performance. Because you beat uh, time trial specialists like uh, your compatriot Tom Dumoulin. Yeah, like I said, um, yeah, it was a pretty hard time trial and of course there were a few corners but most of them were uh, pretty fast and not really easy to make a difference but I think I can be really happy with this performance. So one more day in the Malia Rosa and possibly a few more days. <laughs> yeah, so normally tomorrow should be a sprint stage so uh, I hope to take the jersey to Sicily for sure and then we'll see what happens. Thank you. Thanks. So Mathieu van der Poel there, uh, still in pink, uh, and we'll see by how much in a second. But uh, um, that was the target, I guess, to be in pink. He definitely wanted to be uh, uh, to win this uh, this time trial. He said he wanted to, like, he's pretty happy with his performance. He wants to take that jersey to Sicily. How far further do you think he can take it? Because Sicily, we know, there's Mount Etna. It's a proper climb. 
it's a big climb. Uh, is it too much for him to hold on on that day or not? I, I, won't, I won't write off, Gracie, that Vanderpoel potentially could hold the jersey at the top of Etna. They come from a different side this year. I must admit, I haven't looked too much into the side they go up, but we do know it's a summit finish. But it's early on. Vanderpoel, fresh legs Vanderpoel, potentially could climb with them. And I'll also argue, and I want your thoughts on this, Gracie, for Simon Yates, the longer he cannot put that Maliadorza on uh, to, uh, uh, you know, until the, till the last week, the better. Yeah, I agree with you, Maka. I think that it's not going to be ridden super hard. So for sure, there's the potential that Vanderpoel can hold on to the pink jersey for a number of more days, despite that really long climb coming so early in uh, next week. So you're right. I think there's a lot of riders that don't want the responsibility of the pink jersey too early. They don't want to put their team on the front too early. So I think that's really the main reason that he'll stay in pink. He's certainly pretty capable as we all know to get through some really tough stages i don't think that he could ever win it overall that's my take but for sure going into that mount etna stage he's got that chance because of the overall tactics of the race from other teams as well yeah there's a question here from uh, from paul that he says can jaco pull off a team win i think i'm going to expand on this uh, have they not shown their card a bit too quickly with simon yates oh with simon yates yeah. look the tt you have to if you've got good legs, you have to go for it. You know, stating the obvious, but it is the race against the clock. So mm -hmm. you can't afford to ride sort of substandard, can you, Gracie? You've got to go for it. All he's done is given a huge boost to his morale, as we said, to the team as well. And he's fired a warning shot. So, yes, he has... He has on the card. Yeah, he's put one card down. But, you know, like he said, the, the, the real race, and as we all know, the real racing is still to come. But does that mean, uh, and Gracie, I have a question for you, does that mean that now... He's going to be even watched even closer than he would have been, or he would have been watched anyway. Or are all the riders, you know, the Carapaz and so on, are they not going to have a, a closer eye to Simon Yates? No, he was already one of the clear favourites. So I think that he should have ridden to the his maximum on the time trial. Plus, it's another rehearsal to do that skill. You you cannot replicate that perfectly in training so to do it in a race situation is really important for future time trials that are even more important such as the one at the end of this tour um overall yeah i think he's going to be just as marked you know as if they they hadn't seen that performance yesterday mm. yeah okay. yeah i agree totally yeah good yeah, we yeah. all agree. We're all in agreement. This is good. <laughs> yeah, okay, there are other Aussies in this uh, in this uh, Giro, of course. Let's hear from some of them. Let's hear from Chris Hamilton. Yeah, it was not too bad. I mean, yeah, it's not a, a big objective for me. I'm here more of a on a GC support duty. So yeah, for me today, it's just about having a good head out and not taking any risks or anything like that. And yeah, just enjoying it as much as you can, I guess. Good smile from yeah. Chris Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. It, look, he's always in good spirits. And um, he, like what he said, he has got a key role to play later on in the sort of, you know, the back end of the first week, the second week. And if he's if he's healthy and everything's yeah. going good, as it was a couple of years ago, 
he will play a really key role. And do not discount that that guy could win a stage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in this yeah. race as well, yeah. he's very capable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's uh, also Caleb Ewan. Uh, very interesting to see where Caleb is after, of course, uh, the crash. Uh, it's a big effort to do a TT, I guess, uh, after after a crash. Let's see some uh, from him, and then we'll uh, we'll debate this straight after this. Um, yeah, to be honest, I actually wanted like a quite a, a hard hit out just to like open everything back up again, see how I feel. And yeah, today I felt pretty good actually. Usually I'm. Uh, yeah, always going quite slow in the TT, but uh, today I felt like I could push the whole time, so yeah, I was pretty happy with it. So it was uh, Caleb, you won, Gracie. Uh, do you agree that was the right tactic? He's going full gas on TT, uh, even though he had a, a big fall the, the day before, just to test, just to see how the body responds? Definitely. I, I think it wasn't so much to test how the body was, but also just to get it going again for the next stages coming up, especially tomorrow. It's his first real sprint opportunity where all of the favourite sprinters are going to go head to head. So if I was him, I would have done the same thing. Uh, Maka, you know, I, I don't know how you used to do pre-races, but a lot of riders like to do some hit outs pre-race, more so for the one day races, but maybe for the tours as well. You kind of, we call it, you know, keeping the engine running or tuning up, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, I think before I saw that interview, I, I thought that would have been his tactic. So it's really interesting hearing from him to say that that's what he did and that's what he thought he needed. And yeah, I think that it was the right thing to do for sure. Yeah. And also, you know, and any elite or pro cyclist has had you know, at least one crash in their career, your body's your body seizes up overnight. Mm -hmm. You get back up, and, and the first hour or whatever, you, you apart from feeling the the pinch and the the soreness of the the skin off, you go to bed. You don't get too much sleep, but your body actually seizes up. So you, it's hard, but you've actually got to kick start it again. It's amazing how in tune your your body can be. And, and like Gracie said, if you don't sort of keep stimulating it mm -hmm. it can very quickly sort of lie dormant and, and not wake up so super important for someone like Caleb to do this during a time trial because tonight and we'll come back to this there's a big sprint stage and he has to perform tonight and as we know in the Giro there's always less opportunities than the, a race like the Tour de France so in this year's Giro there are limited opportunities yeah. for the sprinters so this is it this is the first one for the for the purists yeah. tonight and what's exciting from a, a fan perspective is you know, that, that first stage, guys like Demar weren't there. Cavendish weren't there. Mm -hmm. Tonight, they'll be present. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's have a look at the, the different jerseys uh, that are on today. Uh, we've got Van der Poel, of course, is monopolizing. Uh, three of them is in Azzurra, is in Ciclameno, and is, of course, in the Mayo Rosa. And we've got Matteo Sobrero in uh, the white jersey, the Young Riders jersey. Uh, and if we look at the rankings here, and this is the, the thing where we can have a chat, uh, we've got Van der Poel leading. Simon Yates is only 11 seconds uh, behind. But then you've got Tum du Moulin, uh, and then we got uh, Sobrero and then Kelderman in the top five. Uh, let's first of all debrief about this, this top five. What can we take out of this top five? Well, Kelderman was pretty good. He should be pretty happy with that. Mm -hmm. He'd be very happy with that. These are the ones where it's like a test, isn't it, Gracie? You know, there's a number of tests. There's 21 tests, if we like, if we, we want to talk about every stage. But for the GC guys, it's these little tests along the way. So for someone like Calderman and Dumoulin, let's just remind yeah. everyone, he's won this race before. He is still a bit of an unknown, but what he's shown us is that his form is there. His form is there at the moment. So for these guys, it's a big tick, isn't it? 
It really is. I think that was a really interesting result to see Domelan's performance yesterday. And while it was a short effort, you have to be in good shape to perform like that and to be within those seconds of the, the other GC contenders or Vanderpol. <laughs> so yeah. I think that we're going to see some really interesting performance going forward from Dumoulin, but certainly some other interesting results coming out. So Kelderman, I think, is kind of putting his shot into his own team. I think him and Jai, we've talked about that already, a little bit of a rivalry maybe or a bit of sitting on the fence as to who they're going to ride for. So it kind of matters and... I think Jai might be feeling a bit of pressure now that he was a little bit further down that result list yesterday. Yeah, let's have a look at the rest of the list, actually. Uh, and uh, we've got... Uh, so, 11th to 15 is actually an interesting uh, one because we've got Almeida, Nibali, Porte, Bardet and Carapaz. That's 11 to 15. That's a, that's a bunch of very selected riders here. Yeah, yeah. And look, I tell you what, there's one guy in, of all of that list. Look, they're all good. They're all pretty good times, the Shaka Messina. Yeah, he's still Vincenzo here. Nibali, <laughs> no matter what, you can just not rule this guy out. He's one of the he's one of the best Grand Tour riders of the last 10 yeah. years. He's won the Giro twice, the Vuelta once, and of course the Tour de France. So he's won all three. Not too many have done that in the history of the sport. Yeah, absolutely. This guy, to me, yeah. he, I know it's early, but he, he is a danger man, yeah. surely. And look, he's going to his home turf. He's going to Etna. He's yeah. from Sicily. So he's going back to some uh, a happy place. Uh, so really watch out for him. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, any anyone you want to mention as well? Because we've got here in this ranking, there's there's Jai. Uh, you've got also Valverde that is here. It's not, yeah. not you, too far. Yeah, you, you, you've got to give Valverde. <laughs> you, you've always got to put two bobs on Valverde. But Richie was good. Gracie, Richie, yeah. I thought was pretty solid. Yeah. Look, I'm really excited to watch Richie in this Grand Tour. I'm going to miss watching him race. I think this is a nice send-off year for him. I want to see him get through this tour unscathed, be able to be one of the playmakers. So it's a it's a really good sign in his form in this time trial. So his, his strength is in some of the longer efforts. So once we hit the mountains, I think that's when he's going to come to the fore and be someone really good to watch. But, yeah, really, really just want him to have fun and have a good tour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and you know what? I'm with you, and I think he will because I think what we're not going to see is this classic Ineos that we're used to see of them riding tempo on the front. So but I actually honestly, think he'll get an opportunity. Honestly, so it's, it's been of a time now we haven't seen this. Mm. It's, it's, yeah. it's, they have changed their, their tactics a while back now. I yeah. think this was in the past. Yeah, they're not going to have Richie and a couple of others yeah. lining on the front for 10, 15 kilometres. It'll be pointless. It'll be more so. I, I think, and what you're probably alluding to, Gracie, Richie will be an animator. Yeah. I think they'll give him not a, not so much a free car blanche right. to yeah. go for it. It's all for for Carapaz at the moment, but he'll be sending up the road. He'll be on attacks, and that that will give him an opportunity potentially to get that elusive um, yeah. individual stage win. Yeah, absolutely. Now we've said it. This is what's going to come up. Uh, uh, our uh, work experience kid again, John Trevorrow. Uh, he's a kid. Is he? He's a kid. He's a, in my eyes, he's a kid. Uh, our work experience kid, John Trevorrow. Uh, I know if he listens. he will take that as a compliment. <laughs> Don't worry, he will I'm love sure. it. Uh, but he made his way into the bus of uh, the the team with Simon Yates, and he sat down with him. It's about a three minutes interview. It's a good it's chat. A, it's a it's a good chat. It's a very good chat. Listen to this, and then we'll we'll have a chat about this afterwards with you, Gracie. Well, we're in the bus. Uh, and uh, we've just finished day two of the uh, um, 
Giro d'Italia, uh, just a 9k time trial, and we're running late because bloody hell, who had to go and win it? <laughs> Simon Yates, which meant all the presentations, but seriously, mate, I'm joking, but absolutely fantastic, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I know, really, really great ride, not just from me, but I think the whole team there. Now, uh, Matteo is in the young riders jersey as well. So, uh, yeah, really, really great day for the team. So, t tell me honestly, what did you think best that you would be able to do today? Um, actually, I, I, I know now it's over and then there's no consequences. Uh, I would have backed myself today just because of my uh, ride in Paranese already. Um, we did a lot of testing and, um, you know, been in the wind tunnel two or three times. Uh, the equipment side of things, we really just the amount of testing we've done this year to, to try and go fast. Um, it's just more than I've ever done before. Um, and in Paranese, I've done obviously an uh, excellent time trial there. I think I was fifth off the top of my head. And I would just, I mean, even on the flat part there in Paranese, I was also going quite fast. Um, so I would not go as far as I was thinking I was going to win. But for sure, I thought maybe at least the top 10 or top five was, was definitely possible after that performance. If I could produce, produce similar numbers with the same package of, of aerodynamics, um, I would have backed myself quite, quite good. But you just don't know how the competition is going to stack up. Now, it was a very technical course uh, I followed uh, with Whitey behind uh, young Callum Scottson. And he was very good at giving uh, the instructions of what's come up the corner and where to go and where to sit. Uh, and he obviously followed you. So uh, that would have helped a bit. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a lot of good uh, staff here now just um, for the season. I mean, Whitey's got so much experience behind the, behind the wheel. I mean, I don't, know how many, I don't know how many years he's been doing it now, but uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we also have Marco Pinotti as well, you know, a former uh, Italian national champ as well, who, you know, with those two sort of behind the wheel, um, it actually makes a really big difference. Um, so just, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's not just, I always think, you know what I mean? It's an individual performance today, but it, it's not, you, we really, that was a team effort. And you were very good on the flat as well. So, you know, you've, you've won the stage, uh, only a handful of seconds, three seconds from uh, Matthew Vanderpool, who was most people's favourite for, for the stage. Um, so what's the chance of uh, getting in the pink? Probably not tomorrow, but the next <laughs> day after. Uh, let's, let's, let's stay calm. Let's stay calm. You never know. Um, I mean, I, I was saying this to the press before as well, but um, it, today was a 12-minute effort or, or around that. I mean, um, and stage four, Mount Etna, that's going to be around one hour. I mean, it's really, it's almost two different sports in a way. Um, so let's just stay calm and, and, and let's see what comes. But of course, I'm very, very happy with, with what we did today. And uh, yeah, excited for, for the coming weeks. And we're all excited as well because to you winning means Jerry's bringing out the super red wine tonight. <laughs> so we're very happy about that too. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. It's always good when he's here. Right, thanks very much, Simon. Good luck for tomorrow, mate. Thank you. Come on, I mean, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I love that bit at the end. What, what's so good, Gracie, you and I both know John quite well and, and you've got to know him over recently over a number of years because he is that, you know, cliche uh, team mascot. But the riders treat him like one, don't they? Uh, I'm sure on both the men's and women's teams because John is such a lovable guy. And you see Simon, sort of the bits of Simon yeah. come out that, Probably other media and and the fans well, don't get to see. Ends done. We we never got that close to him. He's yeah. always there's always this a bit of a barrier. 
him and other riders. I mean, uh, Gracie and I, we debated it a few times, actually, this. There's a bit of that barrier between the journalist and the, uh, uh, the sports person, but here it's been broken down they're they're both on the same sofa and john's got an eye on the on the race but also on the case of wine that's for sure <laughs> yes but it's good isn't it it's it's great to see sort of simon in just raw yeah but question for you gracie actually on this simon mentions the fact that it's almost two different sports you know the time trial is an effort uh, nine kilometers 12 minutes but this is a different sport when you go month etna what, how do you relate to this well Firstly, that was a great interview and I just don't think the listeners or viewers understand how unique that was. The Yates brothers are actually quite infamous for not giving interviews at all. So to get that insight and that familiarity, you know, is a testament to John Trevorrow. So really enjoyed that and I hadn't watched it yet and Simon touched on some of those points about being a team effort and that, yeah, I just want to reiterate, like, that's really true. I wasn't just making that up. So... I think that was really interesting to hear from him. But in terms of two different efforts, that's really true. That was only, they were under 12 minutes for the top few riders in the time trial. That's a long time to suffer, but it's also not compared to some of the suffering that's coming up. You know, some of these climbs are up to an hour. So it's a, a whole different uh, energy system from a physiology point of view. And they've had to train both systems. So that also comes with a lot of preparation uh, some riders, I, and I think Yates would be certainly one of them, super prepared. They've been targeting this race for at least six months, if not since last year, in terms of how they've periodized their training, how to make sure that they can be really good for a 12-minute effort and a one-hour effort because if you're in great form, you can be well, you can perform well across lots of different parameters, but you still have to put the work in for some of those specific efforts. And Maka, you yep. would have, you know, had to work on your 20 minute power or your sprint power. And it's hard to put it all together. Sometimes one, you know, you lose something from one if you work too much on another. It's it's really difficult to find that balance. Yeah, no, you, you, you've hit it on the head and it's, it's easy to forget. But when you talk about, you know, energy systems and and that's what you know it's like you're a you're a vehicle mm -hmm. you're a mechanical vehicle but you know vehicles some vehicles uh perform better on different terrain than others whereas a gc rider has to be good you know apart from sprinting that's probably the one little element where they can they don't have to worry too much about that but everything else yeah. they've got to be good at absolutely um, that's so much work yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, let's have a look at uh, what's ahead of us tonight. Uh, we mentioned it's a, it's a stage for the sprinters. Uh, Maka, what do you make of that profile? Well, the profile tells the story, doesn't it? It's another long one. 201 kilometres from Kapozvar to Balatonfurd. Now, I'm not sure if my, uh, my uh, Hungarian, Hungarian is, is very accurate there, but that's the two towns. It's a long stage. It's the final stage in Hungary, and I think we should tip our hats to Hungary. What a, yeah. what a brilliant opening three days it's going to be. We know tonight will be exciting at the end. Yeah. I think we'll be in for a bit of a snooze fest at some time in the middle of that stage. But please do tune in. Tune in. Tune in. <laughs> this is what it's like. It's like test cricket exactly. sometimes. Uh, Gracie, there's a little cat four near the end, but from all of the um, online sort of experts, it's it won't do. It's a little blimp. It's not going to cause any problems at all. So. We're expecting a mass sprint, and I expect the sprinters' teams to really control it tonight. Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. I am so excited for Caleb to go head to head with Cav. And we've got some great sprinters also in the mix. Gavria, uh, Damar, I think this is going to be a nice opener for the sprint stages. Um, who knows how Caleb's going to bounce back, but I think he's done everything he's, he can to like get back into the tour post-crash. But, you know, if it's a boring stage, that's why we have some great commentary from uh, Matt, Garrow and Bridie. So, you know, it'll be fine. They'll fill yeah, in. It's, it's not boring at all. <laughs> it, it will be. And actually, just another little technical bit on that. What I did read is that it's a pretty... It's one of the safest, straightest run-ins that you'll have in a bunch sprint. So they're leaning towards sprint trains. So yeah. someone like Miles Scottson, he'll be earning his keep tonight, so I'd Demar, imagine, Demar for Demar. Is your, Demar is your pick tonight. Well, if you I'm look at sprint trains, your <laughs> you're talking you're talking quick step, Cavendish. Yeah. And, and yes, absolutely, Group Armour. And remember, on the first day of this show, we had uh, Miles Scottson talking to us about what is the competition for Groupama FDJ? It's quick step. So yeah. the tra trains, if it's a train competition, uh, it's definitely where yeah. it's going and, and to Caleb be. And Caleb will be train hopping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not falling, hopefully, uh, hopefully he can stay upright. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, just before we go, we have a, a question here from David. Uh, who is the cute middle person here very cute oh. well, we found a name for this uh, little person this is a mascot uh, for people that were not here on the first day uh, Simon Garrens got this and he got this the actual uh, pink jersey that he got on uh, his win and uh, the day he was wearing that pink jersey at the uh, the Giro uh, and then we got this and then we opened up a, a bit of a comment saying can you name it I think we found the best one someone said why don't we call it Poddy 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 I think okay. it's something Shall we okay. go potty? We'll go with potty. Cra okay. Gracie, potty? You okay Sounds with a bit better than shifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly better than shifty. Potty, Potty's pretty cute. I think we can do it. Yeah, Are we all thumbs up for potty? That's yeah, good. Yeah, we all thumbs yeah. up for potty. Yeah. Thank Locked you in. for joining us. Thank you, Gracie, for being with us today. Uh, I think we have a, a bit of a break. Are you having a bit of a break from us? But then uh, we'll see you a bit later on during the Giro. Thank you for all your insight you've given us for the last uh, three days. Thanks for having me. And I'll be following along, even though I won't be on the show for a little while. I think it's going to be a great tour. Yeah, I hey, think it will be. Did you see a smile on her face? <laughs> she, she rang management. She said, listen, I'll do, I'll do three days in a row and then I need a break from them. So I we, think we totally meant, get it. I think she meant from you, but that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, anyway. we're joined at the hip. We're joined at the hip. Forget it. Thank you, Micah. We, we, we will see each other. Not tomorrow, actually. It's so a rest day. Tomorrow there's a yeah. rest day ride uh, with Zwift, but we uh, see each other on uh, Tuesday. We will do. And I'll see you soon, Gracie. Cheers. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling, uh, SBS Cycling Podcast. Uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website uh, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, tomorrow for the Zwift Rest Day Ride, it's bye for now. Now that we're done talking cycling, for today at least, let's do a little riding ourselves because the fun never stops on Zwift. Training solo at home, I admit, it gets old real quick. But with Zwift group rides, events and races, you'll have plenty of people to ride with and chat with to keep you motivated. Plus, it's got great built-in training programs tailored for every ability. There are even workouts that can be squeezed into 20 minutes if you're really stuck for time. On Zwift, traffic lights, stop signs, busy roads, bad weather, they all disappear. And each interval has the watts and rest periods dialed in for the perfect training conditions. To start riding and discovering how Zwift makes indoor training fun, head to Zwift.com for a free seven-day trial. Thanks for watching or listening whilst you're riding on Zwift.